Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of On the Pony Express podcast. I'm Billy Embody coming at you on this Wednesday as we are right in the middle of the first week of OnThePonyExpress.com. And first of all, I can't tell you how appreciative I am of you guys all subscribing right now. Just before we jumped on this podcast, uh, I learned that SMU, uh, the on, OnThePonyExpress.com is in the top five of the On3 Sports entire month of subscriptions sold so far. So out of all the sites so far, SMU's is in the top five. So appreciate all you guys jumping on and making this site one of the best so far uh, of 2022 uh, for On3 Sports. And now that the dust has settled for the first couple days, I'm back from the coaches convention in San Antonio. I want to share with you guys really this first podcast, which is probably going to jump a little bit all over the place for you guys. There's been some news as SMU has built out its recruiting department with Rhett Lashley. Um, I'll share some thoughts on the coaching staff uh, for SMU after uh, talking with some different coaches around the country about what Rhett Lashley has put together and you know why, honestly, there's, there's probably an overall sense of upgrading, uh, especially on the field. Uh, for SMU as they go into this new era. And also, we'll touch on some recruiting notes as well. Um, SMU did add uh, a couple transfers. Uh, So overall, um, a lot to get to on this podcast. And that's not to mention, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, SMU basketball tips off against USF uh, at 7 o'clock tonight on ESPN+. So we won't cover the Hoops team until later in the week with with another podcast. But I do want to go ahead and jump on to the news right away, which is, for me, the big news is uh, just kind of what I learned about the coaching staff uh, at the coaches' convention. And, you know, got a chance to meet Rob Likens, uh, the new wide receivers coach, got a chance to meet uh, some of the other coaches, reconnect with some of the ones that I knew. And I think, you know, the main thing I took away was talking with a bunch of other coaches around the country, just the the on-field coaching that SMU is going to have, you look at what a guy like Rob Likens has done um, in just one year at Miami, uh, or two years, excuse me, with Miami, um, and especially this year uh, with guys like Charleston Rambo, uh, the development uh, that he put in place for him. Um, which Rasheed Rice, and we'll have a, an exclusive story with Rasheed Rice about him returning to SMU in 2022, but that wasn't lost on him uh, and what Rob Likens did with him. Then you look at the the defensive staff especially. Scott Simons is one of the up-and-coming defensive coordinators in college football, at least in, in my opinion, and, and that's just from talking with other uh, media reporters, uh, talking with other coaches at the convention, just what he did for Liberty – um, and building them into the one of the best in the in the entire country is is impressive, and that's the thing about that is is how fast Liberty goes offensively with Hugh Freeze at the helm of that program, and that defense is still able to get off the field, make plays, and and be one of the best statistical ones in the country. And you know he's not you know an older guy who's been around doing it for a while. He's up and coming and. I think that's important when you look at you know building this staff because Calvin Thibodeau, Craig Nivar, they've been around a while and 
I mean, you talked about two of the better recruiters SMU could have probably added, whether you want to say they fell into SMU's lap or not. They they did that with those two. And I think that's going to be one of the most important things for SMU moving forward is those guys, uh, because they are at positions that are so hard to recruit these days, safety and defensive line. You add Kyle Cooper, who was really well-regarded uh, when he was at Miami as an analyst, as a, as a key communicator in, with recruiting. Um, and we'll also have a conversation with Kyle Cooper that will drop on the site on Thursday. But it's a staff that has a mix of younger guys, older guys um, that have been around. Uh, I think the addition of Keenan Hall is is a strong one just for those Dallas roots. Uh, you know, I met him over the weekend and, and he was really just a, a high energy guy that you could tell is really grateful to be a part of the program now. Um, after paying his dues for a while uh, at, at Illinois State and Texas Southern. So, um, you know, I think that this staff has the chance to really help these players get a lot better on the field and, and take that next step in their development. Um, I think when you see what they're doing as far as a recruiting department, I think Bobby Brown, um, who's coming in as director of football operations, is, is really uh, well-respected. He was at North Carolina, and they've done a really jo- good job recruiting under Mac Brown, and then um, Alex Brown, uh, not to get confused, but he's on board now as uh, SMU's um, director of uh, recruit uh, of scouting, excuse me, and he's somebody that has a lot a lot of people at respect um, from what I've talked with um, at the convention, and and some people that were really kind of wowed that SMU was able to pull him from a job at Rice in Houston, another big city. He was doing well there. Um, and get him to come up back to Dallas, where he is from. So it was it was more so that Alex may have been ready for a bigger role, a bigger title uh, somewhere else, but um, ends up coming to SMU to to join Rhett Lashley, and that was one that um, you know I feel like has been on the radar at least for a while, and it just took until the convention to get things finalized, and and um, they got him on board and announced as well. So. The staff is not, it's been complete for a minute. I think overall, I think you see a staff that is is probably probably in a better spot on the field coaching. I mean, you know, you can you can sit there and point at experience maybe not being what it was at some other positions, but when you add Rob Likens and Garen, Garen Justice into the fold and uh, you've got Johnny Brewer who's coming up, um, you know, Craig Niver has, has done so much with special teams through the years. It just seemed like the staff really came together well. And I think even Rhett Lashley was probably a little, little surprised at how it came together and how everything fits so well. And not to mention Sean Griswold, who's been doing strength and conditioning for teams that have won for quite some time for a while now, um, dating back to even the Tulsa days for him. He was at Arizona State. Um, he was at Pitt uh, and now comes over from Virginia and I talked with Joe Bissinger, SMU's new offensive line transfer from Virginia, and he just said the buy-in is so different from players with Sean Griswold from from what he's heard uh, as far as you know comparing it to other places around the country, and that's what helps Virginia in a big way get more out of less. You know, that's not a program that necessarily rec- recruits at the highest level in the ACC. It's a tough school to go to school at. Um, but Sean Griswold is is really good at what he does and connects with the players. Uh, and and something that I felt like was worth mentioning was 
just that he said there's no drama with him. You know, you know exactly what to expect. Um, you're not going to f- feel any different as far as um, being pushed and um, from a day-to-day standpoint, the, the expectations are very clear. And I think that's important from a strength and conditioning cons- perspective when that guy spends as much time as he does with these players. He basically spends way more time uh, with them than the actual coaches end up uh, spending when you you know add it all up uh, throughout the year. And so he's going to set the culture for Rhett Lashley, and I know that was one that he was really excited about making. And um, we hope to catch up with Coach Lashley now that the staff is complete and, and get more from him uh, before things get too busy on the on the recruiting front. But now the recruiting period is set to begin. SMU is going to host some official visitors this weekend. There's a four-star prospect who's going to check in at SMU on an official visit at the end of the month. We just had an update on that on the Pony Express. So if you haven't checked that out, uh, if you are a subscriber, you can read it. If you aren't, subscribe today. If you go annual, you can get a free Founders Club hat, which will never be produced again. It, It is an exclusive hat for those who join us early on in the on the Pony Express era. So we appreciate you guys who have already done that. The hats will come in uh, at some point over the next couple months, and we'll get them out to you and uh, shipped out. So that's exciting stuff, but be sure to su- subscribe to get the scoop on who's expected on campus this weekend. I'm expecting a few visitors. I know one prospect who tweeted out that he'll be there is Dayton, Texas, defensive end Cameron Cooper, uh, SMU continues to want to prioritize some edge prospects, some guys who can shore things up on the defensive side of the ball. And he's one that is actually a, a pretty good-looking prospect late. Uh, was really impressed with his tape. Um, and then on the flip side of things, I think we're going to see some more transfers potentially pop up uh, this weekend as well. Um, SMU is extending some offers. One offer that I thought was interesting, Cameron Allen, uh, former North Forney standout, who spent the last year at Michigan State, didn't play in any games, but a big body, 6'4-ish, 240 pounds. Uh, The SMU staff really likes what they're seeing uh, from him as far as a multi-year guy uh, who could shore up the tight end room. You know, Rhett Lashley did a really good job using tight ends at SMU. Um, I think they're going to be going to continue to be a key part moving forward. And so, you know, that's something worth noting uh, that they did just offer him uh, they also picked up Shannon Reed, a pretty productive linebacker at Illinois State, um, in the transfer portal, and one that I mean, you gotta you gotta think that um, you know will have a chance to play right away. Uh, Richard Moore's out the door, Delano Robinson's out the door, um, but kind of a sawed off uh, 230-pound linebacker at six foot, um, and really has been productive for the Redbirds. We'll see if he can make that next step up. Uh, as far as competition level goes, he was at Tennessee prior to Illinois State. Uh, he committed over the weekend, and then uh, Jaquandis Burns um, out of uh, out of Minnesota, and this was one that hit the transfer portal uh, really, you know, quickly, and then ended up transferring to SMU. Uh, the Terrell, Texas native, a six-two, two hundred and twenty pounder. Uh, he's somebody that I think, you know, hasn't put it all together yet. Uh, on the field, and he's going to have a chance to maybe make some make some noise uh, for SMU. He um, you know, is still young enough where 
once he does, you got to feel like he could really be a difference maker. I mean, he's athletic um, enough to really make plays. He didn't play much at Minnesota, but um, I really do think like this is going to be one of those uh, under the under the radar transfer additions. Somebody who had Power Five offers was certainly well regarded. He was. Um, a top 40 overall outside linebacker in the country on, uh, on, uh, on three, but, you know, ended up going to IMG Academy as a senior after, you know, being at Terrell, uh, he gets out of Texas for that senior year, ends up at Minnesota, and now he's headed to play at SMU. So I think that's a great addition. I think that's somebody that really you can circle just athletically. He's going to be able to handle it at SMU, um, and we're going to continue to really uh, keep an eye on on his development now that he's headed back to Texas to continue uh, his uh, career. I think that about covers it overall. Uh, like I said, I knew we were going to jump around on this episode. It just felt like there was a lot to cover um, overall, but we are going to roll out another episode at the end of the week. We'll recap uh, the SMU-USF game and touch on anything else we feel like we need to for you guys. And who knows, maybe we'll have a surprise guest on the show. So be sure to subscribe to the On the Pony Express podcast. We'll keep you guys in the loop with new episodes. And you can also leave us a rating, leave us a review, and let us know what we can do better or what you want to hear on the pod. So appreciate all you guys who have made the first week of On the Pony Express an incredible run. Really excited about where it's all going. We've got the podcast up and running. Now we get to cover our first basketball game at On3Sports. So be sure to tune in in on the board uh, and chime in in the live chat uh, or just watch it on ESPN+. So hope you guys have a great rest of the week and we'll catch you later in the week with another edition of the podcast. Appreciate you guys listening. Have a good one.